please listen carefully. Welcome to Unofficial WoHo Radio, a podcast by women's hockey fans for women's hockey fans. I'm Lauren, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Alice and Tay. Hey. Hi. What do y'all want to start with? Can we start with the Inferno winning the Clarkson Cup? Yeah. Okay. Well, they did it. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm very happy because the Inferno won the Clarkson Cup. Just what I've been dreaming about all season. Aww. Um, yeah. I was really nervous because I'm, like, a little bit superstitious. Which, by the way, I'm kind of glad we, like, didn't record, like, a pre-Clarkson Cup thing. Because I don't like talking about big games in the future. Because I don't want to put anything into the universe. Yeah. But, yeah, I was really nervous about it. Because, like, in the past... Um, like Montreal and Calgary met two years in a row in like 2016 and 2017. And in both of those times, the team that was first in the standings won or no, the team that was first in the standings lost. Oh, by the way, we're, we're drinking this episode. So expect a few more of those screw ups. Um, so yeah. And Calgary was first this year. So I was like, Oh, I hope that tradition of the top team losing doesn't continue. And it didn't. Yeah, Did right. I just I just tried to drink some more rum straight and immediately regretted it. <laughs> so I think that's I setting think, the tone for how this I is think maybe go. it's time to put that away. Oh, I think I you've been cut off. You're, yeah, you're cut off. No, no more. too late. I'm gonna go for the rest of it. <laughs> oh, hey, okay. I'm gonna need your keys. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it tastes so disgusting. And by yeah. keys, I mean. Your password to... <laughs> I don't know. have the password. <laughs> you tried. Too late. Okay. Oh, what That's was the okay. deal with... I have a full thing of water next to me. <laughs> and a cat somewhere in this basement. We're all good to go. <laughs> okay. All right. I, I, I am mildly drunk at this just, point. Just my listeners. I think I understand how you two felt... The first <laughs> episode like this that we recorded. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, this is what I was like. I understand now. I will, I will try to stay on topic. Oh, I remembered a thing. We should Have do. you heard of that? Um, oh, whoa. I could oh, hear you for a second. Here. Yeah, I'm recording this on my phone for the first time, so. I'm really interested to see how this audio quality turns out, because apparently it turns out pretty okay on phones, but I don't know how to set up my microphone right now, so. Okay. Okay, so, uh, Alice, you were asking us if we heard about a thing? No, no, I was going no. to say a thing. I just I just remembered. Uh, we have to thank some of our lovely patrons for supporting us financially. Okay. Because they're the reason we can do this show. And that would be Abby, Al, Shane. Yes, I think that's all of them. Okay, so, uh, Tay, before this tangent, you were, you were asking what about, or what was the thing about the, and then you were interrupted. <laughs> Do you remember what you were going to say? Yeah, um, 
what the heck happened to Poulin and why was she on the bench? But also, why was she fully dressed to play the game? <laughs> Ooh, um, I was actually at the game where she was, um, where she got injured a few weeks ago. Um, really? I drove down, I drove down, yeah, I, um, cause I live, for listeners who do not know, I live in Ottawa, which is like two hours away from Montreal. So sometimes I can drive down to see games, but it's like a tank of gas, like there and back. So like, actually, I don't get around to it because it's kind of, it's expensive and it takes a long time, but did it once with my dad. And, uh, that was the game where she got injured. I didn't see it, uh, but it looked pretty bad. Like when she got on the bench, she ended up staying there for a few shifts. And then like, once the whistle went, like she had to be helped off the ice, like they had to skate across the ice. Um, Mm. and she, and she didn't come back. Uh, and then later on, like they reported that like, she was like, not like, like the hospital bad, but like bad. Um, as in she couldn't play anymore. So I think. When it came to that, um, she was, like, still injured enough that she couldn't, like, play. But, like, she wanted to, she wanted the hope of playing, mm-hmm. I guess. Because she was basically a coach during the, yeah. during the game. Um, I believe it was in a, an article with the Victory Press. Uh, Carolyn Willette had mentioned that they all wanted Poulin on the bench, um, I guess, to, like, have her there for like support and um Caro said she w- it was like having it like another coach on the bench. Mm-hmm. The commentators were talking about that too. They were mentioning that like the players like even if even if she herself couldn't be on the ice like the thing is like if someone came off the ice um you could like like they could talk to her and be like hey what's yeah. like what should we be doing because she's like you know it's not just being on the ice like there's other levels to it um and it it resulted in some great great moments from her expression wise her yeah. reactions to everything on the ice were just wonderful and i want her to be ringside at games more often <laughs> honest like okay i feel like bad for her because for like someone like her i'm sure not having any like control of a game like that must be so hard when you just like want to be a part of it right but also like her reactions from the bench were honestly the highlight of the game and like sportsnet uh, showed like a highlight pack um during the canucks game later that day or like during intermission and like i swear like half of it was just like poulan's reactions or they would like show a highlight and then be like oh and this was uh what poulan looked like watching that from the bench <laughs> Like, that's basically what the entire thing was. Um, but, like, I think they were, like, they had listed her as day-to-day, so I think they were hoping she'd be able to play. But, like, I watched video of her during warm-up, and I'm like, yeah, it's just warm-up. She's not going to, like, be going all out in warm-up. But she, like, really did not look like herself at all. So, like, I'm, even if she were playing, I'm not sure how much of, like, a game-changer she would have been. But also, I I feel like if World Championships weren't coming up so soon, she may have played. Yeah. Mm. That's true. She's, been, she's probably trying to recover for to be ready for Worlds. When when is Worlds again? Um I I I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I know they're going to like the like training camp or whatever. Like I think I saw like Castle post something about that. But yeah. I yeah. will so look it up and put it in the show notes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I will say on on the subject of um of Poulet, my favorite uh reaction from her because I like witnessed this one live instead of in a replay was when one of the um one of Montreal's goals was called um like it it like wasn't I think it was I waved think, off I, waved off yeah yeah, because Knight, Knight, Knight was on top of the Yes, so it got it got waved off, but um, but like there's this great moment where um, she's she's standing next to um, and she has like like fully dressed in her gear and just like raising her gloved hands towards the guy, like wow, and uh, and then like that expression. <laughs> combined with that was just so priceless i mean i felt bad because i do like montreal as a team like they're my favorites always fluctuate between them and calgary just because i'm closer to montreal but also i like calgary as a team um so it's like hard but also at the same time just very fun which is i think the good thing that comes from having two teams that you like play because like I didn't, I wasn't particularly cheering for one or the other. Like I was kind of leaning more towards Calgary, but it just made it kind of enjoyable because it wasn't as nerve wracking as it is like watching like a Canada US game, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's like the thing where you have like less investment when it comes to like which one wins versus the like pure enjoyment of just watching the game. Yeah. I think um, that's just me thing though. Cause I, I feel very, um, lukewarm towards the concept of rivalries. So. I think probably aside from Poulin on the bench, my favorite thing that happened um, at, at the game was when they were being, when Rebecca Johnson was being awarded with the cup and she forgot that they're supposed to take like a photo with Adrian Clarkson and like Jana Hefford. Oh, <laughs> and that so was the cutest thing. Like, turning away and, and like skating towards her teammates and like raising the cup. And she stops, like, mid-raise. She's like, oh, wait, are we supposed to take a picture? And she, like, skates back. <laughs> oh, I love that moment so much. She was so eager to celebrate. And they had to, like, <laughs> it was so good. I was watching that, and I was just filled with love for women's hockey because I was just like, this is so pure. The enjoyment and, like, the happiness and the desire to, like, celebrate with your teammates to the point where she forgot about the photo up. I yes. love it so much. Also, um, Bellamy putting on, like, the the hats, or, like, one of the yeah. hats. There's there's video, the Inferno posted video on Twitter. It's, like, pure gold. I don't even know how to describe it. It's just, like, pure gold. These will all be linked because they are... So good. Yes, they are must-see footage. <laughs> yeah, it's very important. Yeah, I don't know what else there is to say about it other than my team won. It's a good year. <laughs> it was a good game. I was worried it wouldn't be close because one one time I went to go see the Clarkson Cup. I can't remember if it was like two or three years ago or like it was whatever. twenty. It was twenty sixteen. Like the one that was the really big. It was like eight to two or eight to three or something. I think it was eight to three. The game was a lot closer than the score was, but like, yeah, 
you couldn't like you had to watch the game if you just saw the score you'd be like well that was a blowout but like yeah. being there it was it was unfortunate considering the quality of the game that the score was like that so i was and it was and it was also montreal versus calgary so i was, I was glad that i was glad that it was a lot closer when it came to like both scoring and like the actual actual game because it made it really exciting yeah. Oh, it's ter- it's terrible for this game. Like, I do not remember any of the goals the Inferno scored. Like, not at all. I know they scored them, which is great, but I don't remember them. What I do remember is that sweet, like, between the legs, no look pass that Knight gave to Bette. Oh, Bette yeah. scored. Like, I was like, that. that's such a nice pass. Like, I can't even be mad. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was so gorgeous. God, I love women's hockey so much. Filled with love right now. And alcohol. <laughs> Probably leading to the expression of the love. I'm going to be really embarrassed listening back to this. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. It's okay. I can edit it and make myself sound better. Uh, So another thing that happened since the last time we recorded was the Isabel Cup final. Ah, uh, yes, we're where the Connecticut whale played the Riveters, and that's what happened. Yeah, I just... <laughs> also, I want you all to know, like, after the Isabel Cup happened, Alice messaged us in our group chat, and she was like, should we do, like, a mini-episode for the Isabel Cup final and the Clarkson Cup final? Like, do a mini-episode for each one, or a shorter episode for each one? Or just do, like, one... Or just wait longer until after the Clarkson Cup and do one longer one? And I was like, let's just wait and do a longer one because we don't know how to make short episodes. <laughs> Every time we say we're going to do a short one, it ends up being like 45 minutes. We're like, oh, so much for that. Our current unreleased mini episode, we just still have to edit clocks in at around like 50 minutes. So <laughs> that's going to be that's going to be experience yeah. to to edit and listen to when I get around to publishing it. Um, Check out our Patreon for that coming soon. Don't, don't know when, but soon. I can't remember that game. Oh, you don't? I know what I... happened. I don't... Okay, no, no. I was traveling. I was literally... I was driving. Like, I was actually driving, which was, like, the first time I've done a drive, which is why I remembered it. I was driving um, from Toronto back to Ottawa oh. during... Am that, I the and only... I didn't realize they were overlapping until that day. Am I the only one of us that watched the Isabel Cut final? I watched overtime all oh. like three seconds of it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, should should we go back and talk about um the semifinals first then? Yes. Okay. Um so semifinals. Oh, How shit. Sorry, I knocked over my drink. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. It's okay, it was it was empty. Keep talking, it's okay. Okay, um, so yeah, semifinals. I didn't, I didn't watch, um, at least I don't think I watched, I don't think I watched the Buffalo and, um, the Pride game, um, mm-hmm. mostly because I didn't want to look at Boston's jerseys. <laughs> like, I'm not kidding, I will, like, not watch their games, because I hate looking at their jerseys. That's okay. fair. That's fair. But, um... I didn't watch them either. The only one that I watched was the um, 
the play-in game between the Riveters and the Whale. Mm-hmm. And then I watched the Rivs play the Whitecaps. Yeah, same. I just wasn't. I just wasn't into following the the Buttes or the Pride because I knew I didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. My favorite part of the semifinal um, was when my how hey explain to me how I say her last name. My Dench. Oh, Mia Dench. Me, me, I dent. Okay, when her and Brant got both got holding penalties, like that whole sequence of events was just like my favorite part. So, for those of you who don't, didn't see it or don't remember, or whatever, um, Brant was like holding on to Mie. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm like so bad with names, especially I don't know what it is. I can never remember if the O or the D comes first in her last name. And so I just, like, get mixed up how you say it. So anyway, um, Mie and Hannah Brandt were both, um, or, like, Brandt was holding on to Mie, and basically, to like, when Mie went to get away from her, both of their sticks went flying, and Mie picked up the wrong stick, probably on purpose, maybe. And then Brandt was, like, what the heck? Where is my stick? And so they both ended up getting penalties. Um, but the thing that really like was the icing on the cake was Brant went to the went to the penalty box and she was like taking pictures with fans <laughs> when she was sitting yes. in there. And she like posted a picture of it from on Instagram and she was like the call may have been bogus, but I don't know, I got to like have this photo op or something that wasn't yeah. the captain but it was something like that yeah yeah <laughs> Which I just, um i yeah. thought that was really cute that was the only cute thing in that game was yeah. that one little moment <laughs> also um later talk uh, like erica ayala posted an article um and um Mie was saying that she wanted to be a pest in the game. And I'm like, I look at, I like watch that video and I'm like, yeah, I think you accomplished that. Wow. Good she was like going all out for her last game. Yeah. I think speaking of that, we could, we could pivot to talk about the Riveters. Okay. What about the Riveters? <laughs> hey, do you have feelings about the Riveters? I have so many feelings about the Riveters. Please Can tell you... us about Okay. Well, I'm nervous about this off-season. I don't know what's going to happen. Um, We already know that Dench is retiring, has retired. She's, like, backpacking through Europe right now. Um, but I'm Trying to get as far away from Randy as possible. <laughs> oh, God, me too. Um... <laughs> It's there, you know. It's it's kind of been hinted at that there are players who haven't publicly announced retirements yet, but it's coming. Um, that has me worried. And the fact that like the league gave this gave Randy an entire season to like fully drive this team into the ground, and really are not 
uh, you know, shown any signs of wanting to get rid of him yet has me worried because I don't know if anyone's going to want to sign um, for next season, especially because the coaches are in charge of recruiting. And he's already shown that he doesn't know a damn thing about women's hockey. So I'm not sure how he's supposed to be recruiting if he doesn't even know where the, like where to look. Yeah, his um, his combination of like not knowing what to do and also just his attitude is kind of pretty public knowledge. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's floating around on Twitter that he literally just wanders around the arena, like instead of being in the locker room. And then like also this thing about like if a goalie like loses a game, they're benched for the next game. Like that's not good. Like why would you be? Why would you want to be on that team? You know. Right. Yeah, and it's and it's like they were so good. I yeah. liked them. I mean, the whale will always be like my main team because their logo is so cute and they're called the whale. Um, yeah, it's shallow reason for liking them, but like, come on, we all have one. But like, <laughs> I mean, Wiseman was great. Like, he clearly cared about the team and the players liked him, and like, that's that's what you want. That's the ideal. And mm-hmm. you just got, you, they went like polar opposite. They were like, you know, what's the like, what's it, what's a, what's a coach who's like both doesn't know like anything. I would say no offense, Randy, but like, come on, you just read one of his interviews, like seriously. And then also <laughs> that doesn't like respect the game or it seems like the reality that his players are functioning within, you know, when it comes to like the fact that uh, most of them have full-time jobs seriously and it's mm-hmm. like let's get that guy and put him in charge of this team and there's no way that can go wrong and then we're gonna keep him there yeah Why? and i mean if you look at the riveters team like this year compared to last year like they didn't lose that many big pieces in the off season. like they um harrison brown retired tatiana rafter went somewhere else um russia yes she russian did go- russia Wow. Mm-hmm. I literally forget that that's where she went. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like all I, only, the time. I only know because she made some vague tweet about thinking about one league. And then I was like, oh, isn't she in Russia? And then I checked her Instagram and she it says in her bio that she's playing for the Russian Russian league there. Yeah. <laughs> Tatiana Raptor is going to solve one league. Putting it yeah. out there. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't say anything. And like both are like. You know, like, I, I'd be interested to see what, you know, what, what she thinks about that, like, sort of. But yeah. also just her, I, all I can remember from that is that she had, she did, like, the thing on Twitter where you have, like, like, you know, one of two when you, when you post, like, multiple tweets. Except, mm-hmm. except she didn't post them in a thread. <laughs> so, like, they were just yeah. disconnected, floating out there. And I was like, oh, well, this is okay, but also I can't. I don't understand what you were trying to say until, like, I didn't know what she was trying to say until I went to her timeline. And I was like, so you have something to say. We don't know what it is. We don't know anything else except for the fact that you have something coming soon. Okay. Um, anyway. Yeah. Um, and the ribs also lost, um, Bray Ketchum to retirement. So that's like, you know, Rafter and Brown, they're both pretty active forwards like they their names were on the score sheets like pretty often but they also got Amanda Kessel you know like they picked up like they should have 
a pretty even like balance compared to where they were in the previous season. But um, apparently Randy doesn't believe in systems or something. I don't know. I know all systems are the same. They're all the same. There's only systems one system, and it's the system. <laughs> That's why every team plays exactly the same, and all games end in a tie. Because if we all play the same system, how can we be better than another team? got to trust the system, which is the system that all systems are systems. <laughs> According to Randy. God damn, he's stupid. Um, <laughs> God, um, yeah. So For more information on that, go to fireRandy.com. <laughs> I think that's the URL. There's actually a website called Fire Randy out there, which is- says a lot about the quality of this this coach compared to the last one. Yeah, the, like there's People- not a single person who is happy with anything that Randy has done, like ever. Like people who like are out of area fans and only watch like streams. Wait, like we're all like, this is different, this is bad. And then fans who are like there in person and they're like, wow, this fucker really sucks. Um, um no one's happy. Wait, wait, what, did Laura? There's a petition. What? There's a petition? Yeah. There's a petition. I'm just seeing this now. I went to fireandy.com and there's a petition, which I didn't see before. What's it at? It's on, it only has two signs. <laughs> but I mean, it's probably also like a joke petition. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe, maybe they're serious. I would, I, I could see it being serious, but I also think it's kind of like tongue in cheek. But on one hand, I want to say we should stop being so mean to Randy in a public. But on no. the other hand, like. You can't stop me. No, because like it won't affect him. If I'm going around being like, insert random player sucks, even though that's like objectively statistically not true, then like that's like a, that's not even a a different thing because like no one knows who that is, but also like it's not going to affect him. It doesn't matter. If it hurts his feelings, well, he's out there hurting players' feelings. So I don't care. Uh, Randy, if you're listening to this, systems are a thing and they are different. Please learn what hockey is. I know you were. (laughs) Were you in the NHL? I don't know, because you think all systems are the same. Okay, that's all I have to say. Wait, he yeah, also sure. said the Ribs were like a low-scoring team, and I was like, in what fucking world are we a defense-heavy team? We are an offensive team. I have a lot of feelings. That's okay. I'm fired up for that, Randy. <laughs> oh. I really wish I could get a fire Randy hat. No one in Ottawa would understand that reference except me, and it would <laughs> Maybe we should start selling Fire Randy hit, Fire Randy shirts on like Redbubble or something, and proceeds can go to hiring a new coach for the Riverdale. <laughs> <laughs> and like the most disappointing thing is like they wouldn't even necessarily have to search to hire a new coach. Like so many of these players coach teams. Like that's part of their like other jobs that they have. Like they are coaches. They have the experience. Like, could you imagine, like, having, a like, someone in charge of you and what you do and knowing that you are more experienced and more competent at that job, but you have to listen to them? Oh, I would rip my hair out. I You're don't know how. You're describing my last job to me. I think it really speaks okay. to, the, uh, to, the, to the character of these players that, character? I don't know what the word is, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah. 
the the yeah. you know the fact that they're like not like talking about this you know because they could the players clearly have more you know fan like favoritism than Randy because Randy is Randy mm-hmm. um but if if you had like the players going like hey our coach is kind of an idiot like fans would side with them and uh the league would have to like I'm not saying the league would have to do something but like it would it would not be for example the senators with the taxi thing which I only know about because at 3 a.m. Um, when I went into work one day, my boss was listening to that tape. If you don't know what I'm talking about, just look up, like, Ottawa Senators taxi video. Anyway, different different scenario than that because, like, again, it's it's a different league. It's a different environment. But the fact that they've waited until now, and even then, it's not, like, blaming. Like, like they aren't saying, oh, like, our coach is bad, and that's the reason the team was so bad this year but like the fact that they're that it's the end of the season and now these things are being talked about like I think speaks to the fact that these players are you know perhaps better than us who are talking about how shitty Randy is also like Randy's not going to hear it so why well, I, I don't know, I don't know. significant people listen to this podcast apparently oh <laughs> you never know who's gonna listen in God, imagine if Randy listened to our podcast. I would die. First of all, I mean, Randy like, doesn't know a single thing about women's hockey. Secondly, I fucking hope he listens so I can call him a dumbass to his own ears. <laughs> okay, but also, like, Randy doesn't even watch, like, all the Riveters games like, doesn't watch game tape. I don't think he's gonna listen to a podcast about like their team. Like, spends <laughs> zero time outside of like practice and games thinking about women's hockey. Like zero time. And even when he's at the rink and at the games, is he even thinking about it then? He was like completely checked out of the game once they got that new assistant coach. What is it like Terry Watt or something? Yeah, like Randy was just like standing at the bench doing nothing. (laughs) He's literally like an an all star. Um, like the 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 like what's the word? Not oh, like like when they get like celebrity coaches. Celebrity coach. He's literally a celebrity coach minus the celebrity. So oh, the honorary like, coach thing. I yeah, think so he's, he's like famous a Jerry. guy standing on the bench. They could just get a random audience. <laughs> they could get like fucking David Pendries would probably be a better coach because he has a fire Randy hat and he actually cares. He oh, would be an excellent coach. I would love Coach Dave. Coach, coach Dave. Dave, make it a thing. No, I was going to say that like it'd be nice to have to be like an honorary thing. <laughs> Dave, we love you. Yeah. Thank you for Thank you for supporting our podcast. Uh, okay i think we've spent enough time (laughs) this has turned into the um we hate randy podcast with good reason but we should probably move on yeah uh okay so uh the riveters also had a big problem uh with the playoffs because i don't know their airplanes just like weren't going to minnesota i guess (laughs) (laughs) Like, their flight was canceled after they all, like, got out there to the airport. And then they were like, 
we'll try to fly you in from JFK tomorrow morning. Why don't you go there? And so they were like, okay, peace out, LaGuardia. They went to, they went to um, JFK, wherever the fuck that one is, and um, got a hotel, got maybe four hours of sleep, and then mm-hmm. like got out to, the, to JFK, got on the plane. They had to de-ice the plane. <laughs> so the plane was late, and then they made it to... I want to say like North Carolina for their um, to change planes, but because their plane was late, they missed their plane out. So like, man, I just feel so bad for them going through all that, just trying to make it to Minnesota. Yeah. Like I'm functioning on four hours of sleep and all I had to do was a four hour shift this morning. Mm -hmm. I cannot imagine having to live at the airport, knowing that you have to play like a professional hockey game against people who got, more than four hours of sleep and didn't have to spend all their time at the airport. Their game got pushed back a week and the NWHL like completely changed their like playoff structure or whatever. Cause I think the Buttes would have had home ice no matter who won. No, the Buttes would have had home ice if the Riveters won. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. But the Buttes were like, nah, it's okay. We'll go to Minnesota. We'll just like, whatever, like no matter who wins, like we'll just go to Minnesota and play there because I guess scheduling worked out better for everything to happen in Minnesota because they had to scramble to not only like get ice time for this game because it had to happen a week after it was actually scheduled, but they also had to try and find a place for um, the finals to happen. And I guess maybe they wouldn't have had time at, um, where do the, where do the views play again? Is it Tria rink? No, Tria is the Whitecaps. You're right. Is is it Harbor Center? Yes. Yeah. It's Harbor Center. So I guess scheduling just worked out to have everything in Minnesota. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. I get why they didn't push it back further because, um, like, after the end of the season, like, people have commitments, especially if you're not getting paid full-time. Like, NHL players can, like, go and, I don't know, hang out on their cruise ships or whatever they do. But if you have Mm -hmm. a full-time job outside of the sport that you're playing professionally, then like you have problems. And also the um, frozen four was happening as well. So I can see the conflict there at least a little bit. I don't totally feel like thrilled with the result of what they had to do, but at the same time, like were there other options that could have worked out better? Like, you know, it feels it feels like the best out of a bad situation because, like, what could have worked? There are other options that maybe could have happened, but, like, they didn't have the resources to do that. Like, obviously, the solution would have been having a plane that wouldn't have been delayed or other travel options. And you just can't do that when you have to fly. Um, mm-hmm. what's, what's the word when it's not private? Commercial. When you have to fly commercial. Yes. Yeah. Uh, although I do, I do say that the fact that no NHL teams offered um, private jets is uh, homophobia at its finest. Yeah, Devils, where's that partnership? Yeah, exactly. All we get is Randy and no airplane. That's the name I... of our episode, Randy and no airplane. <laughs> I'm interested to see if the Devils are going to um, do a partnership again, because it was just a three-year partnership. Uh-huh. And so I think we're going into the final year of that, uh-huh. I think, if I'm remembering correctly. I might be wrong. 
I this mm, I don't know. My brain's not working. There is a woman talking reporter out there who has an ongoing running Twitter thread on um, NHL players uh, showing support for uh, the for the NWHL. Is it Mar- It's not Marissa and Gemi, is it? I think it is. I think so. I'm not 100 percent sure. Anyway, so there's this running there's this running list of uh, you know NHL players wearing like hats or saying like hey good luck uh pride or whatever I don't know if that's actually happened but you know on and on and on and it would be so e- easy to do that I remember there was this um uh, like people were sharing like oh this NHL player went to an NWHL game and like it'd be so easy to just do that like literally just once and advertise it before during and after and that mm-hmm. would be it and, and these people have such large audiences that that's all it would take if you just each like several people do it like once or twice very minimal commitment like literally an afternoon that i'm sure like obviously nhl players do have like packed schedules i assume but if you just like fold that into your overall like publicity stuff that you have to do because these teams are partnered with these with the with their with the NWHL teams allegedly it's like the Sabres <laughs> players wearing like Butte stuff in their post game interviews like yeah. that doesn't even take any of their time but they're still like supporting that team yeah if you just see it's so easy and it's very unfortunate that it seems like there's i don't and again i don't want to say it's malicious cuz that feels very again like tin foil hat and also <sighs> I want to believe the best in people, even though that's like really hard. That's something I'm trying to do because in the past, like it's just not being negative is just so draining on me, like emotionally and mentally. It never ends well um, for me. So I'm trying to be more positive, but like it's so easy. We're not seeing it. And I think that it's just comes down to the people you know, the engine behind these NHL teams is focusing on other things than this minor partnership they have with a league they barely know. And I think, like, part of it is just, like, they don't think about it, right? They're like, oh, yeah, we have this commitment to do, um, we'll, we'll retweet that. We'll make a tweet about that. And we'll um, cover this ice time or whatever, you know? Like, it's, it's not a priority in their minds. That's what I want to think. I would like to remind people that I am drunk. Anyway, anyway, there should be more Buttes hats. There should be more whale hats. The whale should partner with an NHL team. Don't know which one because... I, I saw someone suggest Carolina. People. That's really interesting because I have no idea where Carolina is in relation to uh, Connecticut. But... Uh, it's, it's far away, Alice. It's not close. But did Carolina used to be the Hartford Railers? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> We've been recording for like an hour. I'm going to hate myself tomorrow. It's one o'clock in the morning. I woke up at 4 a.m. yesterday. Oh my. After getting four hours of sleep, I went to bed at midnight. Oh, we should probably, we should finish um, the Isabel Cup thing by like saying like the White Caps won. Yeah, Ugh. the White Caps won in like overtime, blah, blah, blah. Took like 49 seconds or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At least it was overtime. That's like my thing because I was kind of hoping it'd be the Buttes. Yeah. Which, like, again, like, okay, you know, they won again, but also, like, I didn't want it to be the Whitecaps. 
I'm glad that Amanda Levier gets to lift the cup again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's an upside. I just, it's really, it feels, it. I feel like it's hard, and this is like with any sport and any league, it's kind of hard to be invested when like the teams that you care, team or teams that you care about aren't involved at all. Especially mm-hmm. when it comes down to like a game between two teams that you just don't care about at all. And it's like, okay. Cause even if, cause it was a team that you were neutral towards, you could watch it and then be like, oh, hey, like this is a good game. But if it's one that you're like mildly dislike or like don't like at all, and then one that you're like, okay, well, they already won and like it's fine if they win, it's just hard to be invested. People who are fans of it, like I'm, I'm happy for you, but like for me personally, it's just like I don't, you know. Yeah, for me, it's hard to watch a team that eliminated my team. Yeah, that's fair. I can watch after they're eliminated, but like, okay, so the Whitecaps won. Moving on. <laughs> um, okay. Um, <laughs> hey, well, we have hopes and dreams slash predictions for next season, and then we have questions from Abby. Abby! The whale will win the cup. Is that a hope mm. and dream or a prediction? It's all of you. All of them. Okay. Um, Emily Fluke will lift the cup. Damn right she will. Tay, uh, what are you hoping for next season? I hope Brandy's fired. <laughs> Did not see that one coming at all. No, I know y'all didn't. I know that completely blindsided <laughs> everyone. I'm sorry for the shock. Please, like, take a second to calm down. Um, I hope he's gone. <laughs> Same. Yeah. I hope we don't lose too many people in the off season. My dream is that we sign all my favorite players in the off season. <laughs> <laughs> I also really hope that the NWHL has a real book next year. That'd be so nice. Cause yeah, Madison Packer also had some comments about officiating um during Isabel Cup semifinals. So Yeah. That was questionable. Yeah. There were Definitely a lot of questionable calls out there. Um, let's see. Predictions. Um, I predict there's going to be some more bullshit regarding one league. Oh, always. All, Cassie Campbell is gearing up. Oh, no. <laughs> every time there's, every time there's like a new article about one league, I'm like, you know that Mr. Incredible meme that's, meme that's like, oh, not again. I'm not strong enough. <laughs> Me every time. Oh. I just see hashtag one league and I'm like, oh no. Mm-hmm. I straight up like in the middle of all that like nonsense that happened during the playoffs. Um, I just straight up was like, I'm not reading any more one league anything until the off season. Like I don't give a shit. I don't care about whatever finger pointing has to happen today. I'm not reading it. Oh, uh, uh, l- listener questions. Okay, question period. Alice is like, I'm ready for bed. Hurry this up. <laughs> she really is. Sorry, my eyes are closed. I'm just l- laying back on my recliner and just uh, trying not to fall asleep. Okay. Well, um, let's 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 answer lovely patron Abby's questions. Okay. So her first question, which she sent in two. Her first question is, what would you consider to be the high points of the season and the low point of the season for each league? And what do you hope that they work on or change before next season starts? It's a great question. Wish I had an answer for it because 
I've forgotten every single thing that happened last season. For this story tell, I think I think the low point was definitely like how the media was treated at the All Star game, and also maybe possibly holding an event in a tent in really still, in Toronto. Still unconfirmed. Yeah, we don't know. Um, also, if you're like, oh, I will help you by sending you a photo. No, that does not help. I cannot tell based on that photo. So anyway, um, um, what about uh, for the NWHL high point and low point of the season? Oh, did I say um, a high point for the end of, for the CWHL? Um, I don't think we said a high point. I just said that it was cool that they got their finals broadcast. Oh yeah, I'd say the high point is how it's always so good to have women's hockey on TV in glorious, glorious HD. Yeah. Also, I would say, like, for the high point, I would say, like, making the Clarkson Cup final available to American viewers, because I know in past years, like, that has not been the case, um, because you can't, I don't think you can watch Sportsnet in the in the States, even if you mm-hmm. have, like, Sportsnet now. So having it on NHL Network so, like, American viewers could watch, like, that, I think, was a big step for them, especially because they're often... Um, like guilty of not guilty of neglecting that market, I would say. Okay, and mm-hmm. NHL's turn, I guess. Um, personally, I would say the high point I think was the All Star Game in Nashville. That was just incredible. Um, mm, a low point. I don't know because I really only was able to follow the Riveters this season because that's all my work schedule could really allow. A super low point was like the travel issues that the Riveters had getting yeah. to playoffs like just having that difficulty during playoffs like sucked and that's not anything like that's not the league's fault but just everything that happened surrounding that like really sucked and I felt like that was like a low point for ribs fans just being like oh shit we're definitely not set up for success here um, I mean like a personal high point was like everything involving Anya and uh and Packer because like <laughs> it was very cute how she was cheering on Packer yeah it was so cute i was following that and i was like yes this is this is very good in always i love that they're precious what do you hope they work on or change before next season starts Mm. like i want to say parody but that's so hard to do naturally like can i be honest with y'all for a second yes when people like I, I hear people talking about like parody a lot lately, but when people say parody, I honestly don't really know what that means. <laughs> yeah, like like the like it's as a concept, it's like well, make sure that all teams are like roughly the same, but like to actually do that is just so hard, you know, because every team wants to be the best, and there are just some teams that for a variety of reasons and factors become better than others and others for a variety of factors become like less good and stay that way. And Mm -hmm. it's less noticeable in something like the NHL because you could have teams that are really awful year after year after year, but because you have more of them. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. But because you have like so much more teams that like you can kind of forget about them, you know? Versus in a team, in a league where you have like four or five or whatever teams, it's so much more noticeable when one of them's doing really bad and one of them's doing really good. Cause that's already like a third, like, you know, like 25% of your teams. 
So, so um, parody, the definition that I just looked up is the state or condition of being equal, especially regarding status or pay. Like, mostly just things like having, you know, the Blades not lose literally every single game and the Whitecaps not win every single game. Again, like, the concept is, like, it's so hard to actually put into practice that, like, I'm not, which is, which is why I'm pretty lenient when it comes to that, because, like, I know it's difficult to actually do because you'd need all the GMs to literally cooperate and be like, hey, we're not going to try and sign all the best players, which, like, is not going to happen. That's not how it works, the you know? The would never. Exactly. Like, it's just not <laughs> a thing. I like the idea. I'd like to see what the league as a whole does to try and deal with that, you know, like with trying to convince players to go other places or make make the the environment and the um, appeal of each team equal. Again, I like I don't know how you do that, but like the idea of it, I'd like to see like more thought put into it, at least like, you know, on 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 some level. Um, next question. Favorite memory from each of the league seasons? Also from Abby. Thank you, Abby. Okay, so... Favorite memory. Um, okay, for me, for the NWHL, my favorite memory would be, uh, the... I'm sorry, Alice. It's the ribs beating... No, wait, I'm lying. For me, my favorite part of the NWHL season was a really nice block that Blake Bolden made on Kendall Coyne. Yes. Which I'm not going to be able to describe it, but maybe I can gif it and we can put it in the show notes or something. It was just beautiful. It was my favorite part of the entire season. I love defense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, my favorite moment from the CWHL, not necessarily like a specific moment, but like just going to a game because it's so rare for me to be able to and like the fact, like it's, it's cause like I can in theory like drive down, but like the actual practice is like, you know, so it's, it's like I could, but at the same time, like I can't drive five hours to go see the Clarkson Cup or whatever. So getting to actually go see at least one game was very nice. Um, it was okay. The Clarkson Cup, I went down to Toronto, which is I think where it took place one week before. And I didn't realize that it was taking place the week uh, after. And I was like, oh, I could have rescheduled going down to Toronto. But going to see a game was very nice. Um, And for the NWHL, um, hmm. (laughs) overall, it's just like I, I liked the season. Things happened that were good. I don't know. Again, like I'd like to I'd like to just say watching, um, you know. Pacaglino on the social medias <laughs> was just very heartwarming, especially because it combined two teams that I like. I very nice. nice. What about you, Tay? Um, for the NWHL, I mean, it has to be the All Star Game again. I mean, getting women's hockey in the South and it Meeting being such a spectacular, castle. yeah, yes, it being such a spectacular like event all around in meeting Amanda Kessel and Shelly Picard and Emily Fluke. Oh my God. And Madison Packer. Yeah. That was real nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, CWHL. I'm going to be honest. I didn't watch a lot of CWHL games 
because they only like broadcasted half of one ever. <laughs> so like I couldn't catch those like 20 minutes. Um, I think I really like seeing people like really get behind Bellamy and Decker um, playing for the Inferno. Like it, it seemed like Bellamy like was really in her element up there mm-hmm. and was used really well. And Decker is just maybe one of the best uh, athletes in women's hockey right now. And yeah. they both were, were thriving. So that was really cool for me. Yeah. I don't know what my favorite like CWHL moment is. Cause like on one, I like, I, they're kind of tied. So on one hand, like my team won the, mm-hmm. part, which is awesome. But on the other hand, does that, does that beat me getting to meet Hillary Knight? <gasps> oh no, it doesn't. I, don't know. <laughs> I like, I don't think I can choose. Right. Hmm. I also, I really liked, um, like, this is more like appreciation of a specific person, but um, I think it was like the first uh, Montreal-Markham game of the semifinals. They were having technical difficulties and they couldn't get their stream up. So, like, Robin Flynn, like, streamed it on her phone and, like, on Twitter and did, like, just play-by-play. like oh, that. Yeah. Like that's amazing. Yeah. Like, like that's that's dedication. I was like, very I impressed with that. Like I know people get fret like and I'm I will admit like I am one of those people who gets frustrated with the lack of streaming. But just watching like that level of dedication from the people who are like it comes more from like the league as an entity, not like the individual teams, like the frustration with the league not stepping up to do stuff, but like seeing that level of dedication and just, and, and, you know, care and knowledge that like, this is something that people will appreciate. Yeah. And that like, it's something that you can do and it was good, you know, like I was and the, like, the funny thing is I have, I have like literally sat in that arena. So like watching it, I was just like, oh, this is like being in that arena because I was yeah. there literally like the week before. It was good. I w- that was very good. Yeah. And I also want to say, um, I know this isn't part of the question, but like seeing how like dedicated everyone involved in the AWIHL broadcasts um, are for creating a really good product for fans. That was really cool, too. Like just seeing people like willingly show how they create graphics and um doing like play by play and stuff that was really amazing and i'm really looking forward to see um seeing more from the awihl next season yes i love like every single part of their broadcasts are just so lovingly put together you can see the dedication and i am definitely going to try and be able to watch the games next year because like they're good they are very good hey let's all go australia next year and watch a game yeah, it'll only cost us several thousand dollars. But yeah. Okay. Are we done? Uh yeah, I think that's it. I think that's it. Do we have anything else we'd like to add? I'm just trying oh, so uh, hard not to fall asleep. I guess oh, we should congratulate uh the Wisconsin Badgers on winning the women's frozen four national championship. Oh yeah. yeah. I don't really know anything about it, but I like Emily Clark, so I'm happy for her. Even though I cannot tell her apart from Laura Stacey, in my mind, they are the same person. Like, I've met Emily Clark, and she's still Laura Stacey to me. <laughs> yeah, they're the same person. Is that it? That's it. 
Yeah, I think that's it. Oh, and, oh, I guess, who won the AWIHL? Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. Someone Uh, did. I don't remember. Here. Here, I'll look. Okay, here we go. Um, Melbourne, I don't know what their team name is. The Melbourne. Oh, my gosh. Melbourne. Oh, is is that literally what they're called? Yeah. Oh, hey, because, like, there's this, there's this AWIHL tweet that it says, like, Melbourne Ice Women's Team, and I'm like, okay, they're they're just saying the place and that they're an ice hockey team of women. I didn't think ice was their name. Okay. (laughs) So, yeah, congratulations to the Melbourne Ice on winning the AWIHL championship. That doesn't sound very enthusiastic, but I'm tired. (laughs) Good night. Good night. We've been recording for over two hours. It's time to say good night.